Welcome to the Spiritual Life Management Podcast, where we help you bring balance in your life and live to your fullest potential with your host, Gretchen Smith. Welcome. This is Gretchen Smith with Spiritual Life Management, and today we're going to talk about staying grounded and being Zen while in quarantine. So are you grounded? I mean, of course, we all know what gravity is, and we're not all floating around in the air, but are you grounded? So what does that mean anyway? Well, I like to think of the earth as a human battery charger. Grounded or being grounded is the process of energetically connecting with the earth. Grounding allows you to discharge negative energy into the earth and then positive energy comes up and replenishes you. Being grounded keeps you healthy, calm, connected, stable, and focused, plus so much more. You know, you may think this sounds a bit woo-woo, but it is science. And what is really cool is that everyone's body does this automatically, just like a heartbeat. As you know, we are all energy and everything here on planet Earth, including the planet, emits energy. Our human energy flow can get out of alignment when we've had an overdose of negative energy and suppressed emotions. We can get ungrounded by watching too much negative or violent TV and by eating a lot of unhealthy processed food. We're probably all doing a little bit of that right now. Staying indoors too much is also a concern because it can cause us to unground by having a lack of connection with Mother Earth. And before you know it, of course, our root chakra may be blocked. You see, most of you naturally connect a little bit each day with the Earth. As you go outside, you go for a walk, you go for a hike, or maybe you even work outside and you're not cooped up and stressed out worrying about pandemics, finances, the economy, and your relationship. Back in the day, our ancestors had no trouble connecting with Mother Earth and getting grounded. They were outside all day, every day, in the elements. Their clothing was all natural. Even their shoes were natural, if they wore them at all. There was little to nothing stopping their connection and keeping them grounded. But today, we live in high-rise buildings, wear synthetic clothing, especially shoes. We eat poorly, and there are all kinds of unnatural emissions that we're being exposed to, like our computers, our cell phones, Wi-Fi, microwaves, don't even mention 5G. Yes, I know, we're all lucky now to have this cool stuff in our lives, but we must be conscious of this and protect ourselves by continually grounding. Spending time at home and quarantine really funks up our energy flow. I know this firsthand. When I moved to where I live now, it was blazing hot, super humid, bugs everywhere, and it was downright miserable to go outside. Not to mention, I struggled with the culture too. I basically lived in quarantine for about four months. I was in shock. I wasn't my typical upbeat self, and I had to get grounded again. So, are you in need of some grounding? Here are some questions that you can ask yourself. Do you have an impulse to hold on to things and money? Are you feeling spacey, fuzzy, or lack of focus? Brain fog come to mind. Are you stressed out and losing your patience? Do you find yourself engaging in personal drama? 
Or do you have a strong urge to be physical or go outside? You're also ungrounded if you are having a strong desire for material things, having difficulty with communication, or obsessing over your personal image. So, why is grounding so important? Well, if the things I mentioned just a minute ago weren't enough, let me share some physical signs of being ungrounded. They include poor sleep, inflammation, depression, anxiety, poor circulation, fatigue, and chronic pain. So, now you know what grounding is, how it works, why you need to do it, and what the impact is if you're not grounded. What are some of the benefits of being grounded? Well, simply put, you just feel better and your health will improve. You'll have more peace and zen in your life. You'll be more calm and patient. Your pain will ease. Your inflammation may go down. You'll think clear, be more focused. You'll be more balanced. It improves your cardiovascular health and it boosts your mood. Not to mention, you're going to sleep a lot better. And lastly, you'll be just much easier to be around. And the people around you, you'll be able to tolerate them better as well. That sounds like a win-win to me. All right, so how do you get grounded? Well, if you can get yourself outside, and I understand this may be a little difficult right now, but if you can, try to wear some natural shoes, like leather-soled shoes if possible. Go out for a walk, a hike, and if you can do this on a dirt path, that's even better. Perhaps go into a park where there's a lot of grass because the closer to the earth you are, the better it is. If you can be barefoot in the grass, on the dirt, at the beach, along a shore, that's awesome. If you can even just stand or sit or maybe even lay on the ground, that is amazing. You will surely get grounded quickly. Or just try to go to a shore or a beach where you can get your feet in the water. Water is a great source of being grounded. You can even take a bath if you don't have access to natural resources. Okay, so you could try to hug a tree. I laugh at the meaning of tree hugger nowadays, but it really is a thing. And it's a great way to get grounded. Think about it. A tree, this massive, beautiful tree, has roots that grow deep into the earth. They anchor way down in there, and it's really powerful. Now, maybe an awkward experience for you, so you might want to do it in your own yard, but if you can hug a tree, it's a great resource. All right, so we talked a little bit about water before. If you even have access to swim, that would be a great resource for you as well. Now, if you can't get outside, try this. Start eating a little bit more healthy, such as more plant-based foods. If you can go organic, that's awesome. If you can do natural products, the more natural products that you incorporate, that would be great. Try grass-fed meat, if at all possible. Really try to hone in on root-based foods as well. So potatoes or carrots, um, anything that is root-based is great because the rooting really helps ground you. All right, so I am a fan of crystals, and I think a lot of people know that, but crystals are an amazing way to help you get grounded. And some grounding crystals that you may want to try would be something along the lines of an agate, red jasper, shungite, smoky quartz, obsidian, onyx, garnet, and even bloodstone. So those are a few of the more popular or easy to get a hold of crystals. You can try to purchase those online right now. 
beings that a lot of us are on lockdown and quarantine and it's not so easy to get out to the store. Now, here's a little bit of advice on crystals and crystal cleaning. Crystals absorb energy. They can absorb somebody else's energy, which may be negative energy. It's not to worry about though, because it's super easy to clean your crystals. When you first get them, you can simply just run them under water. Tap water will work fine, but if you have a natural source of water, such as um, right out from the ground uh, with your well, if you have one, that would be perfect. Otherwise, you can also put your crystals in the sunlight for a couple hours to help cleanse them, as well as even under the moonlight if you have a full moon or you recently had a full moon. So those are some really easy ways to clean your crystals. Also, what I like about crystals is they're super easy to work with. So you can put them in your pocket if you have a pocket. You can also put them under your pillow at night. You can even put them in between your mattresses and they work really well. Otherwise, these are, like I said, more popular stones and a lot of them come in the form of jewelry. And I failed to mention hematite. Hematite is an amazing stone that will help with grounding. And I actually have a hematite bracelet that I wear probably about four to five days a week. I absolutely love it. Super easy to come by. Now here's a little bit more of a unique method for doing some grounding. That would be using grounding mats. These are conductive mats for earthing. Earthing is grounding. These mats are really cool because you can purchase them and you can sit on them. You can put them on your chair and sit on them. You can you stand on them if you have a place that you have to stand quite a bit. You can also purchase them to put on your desktop. So where, maybe where you have your keyboard or where you work a lot. And then last but not least, they actually sell grounding sheets. So there's an option for you as well. Another amazing source of grounding is actually simply by visualizing and doing mental imagery. It's so powerful. And our brain is actually so powerful that it has a hard time distinguishing the difference between imagination and reality, which is why so many Olympic athletes use this method of imagery to help them practice and prepare for whatever their event is in the Olympics. Another great grounding method is to balance your base chakra, otherwise known as root chakra. Same thing. Let me explain a little bit about this. Your chakras are basically known as discs or wills. They are an energy center in our bodies. We have several of them. We have seven main chakras, but our root or base chakra is located at the end of our tailbone in that general vicinity. And it is the chakra that helps us with grounding and keeping grounded. Now, our energy centers, our chakras, they can actually become blocked by various things that happen in our life. And if yours is blocked, you may be ungrounded. And it's a good thing to get the energy flowing back through that chakra. One thing that you can do, which is very easy, is simply imagine or visualize your root chakra, again, at the base of your tailbone area, a round disc, and it would be the color of red molten lava. So visualize a spinning disc in that area of red and just visualize for about three to four minutes a pinwheel spinning in this area, a red pinwheel. Doing this practice every day can really help get the energy flowing back into your root chakra. 
It's a very fun little exercise to do. You can actually do this with all of your chakras if you're familiar with them, where they're located and what their colors are. All right. My favorite exercise to do when you're really wanting to get out into the outdoors, but you can't, and you are striving to be grounded is actually a visualization meditation of the outdoors. I like to think of my favorite outdoor place to go. So I urge you to find or figure out what your favorite outdoor places to go, or even a place that you would like to go if you're very familiar with it. Because when you're doing this exercise, you're going to do a visualization of the area and you will also incorporate what you may hear in the area, what you may smell, and what you may feel. So find a nice quiet place in your home or wherever you're at where you can take a few minutes to just simply calm yourself down and go into a really calm, comfortable state of visualization or meditation if you're familiar with meditation. And when you start this exercise, just take a few minutes to take a few calm, deep breaths in through your nose and out through your mouth, allowing your body and your heart to calm, really sinking into a deep relaxation state and begin by visualizing roots growing out your feet and into the earth. I know this sounds strange, but trust me, it works. Once you've done that, then you can begin your journey at your special outdoor place just by visualizing the area around you, what it looks like, if there's trees in the area, if there's grass, if there's flowers, or perhaps you're at the beach and you're sitting in the nice sand and you see the beautiful beach along with the ocean right out in front of you. Then start incorporating what you may hear in your special area what sounds are taking place, whether it's birds chirping, waves crashing on the beach, or any other noises that you may incorporate in this area. And what do you smell? Do you smell fresh ocean water or beautiful pine trees? Perhaps there's roses or other flowers in your area. And how does it feel? Is there a nice breeze on your skin? Are you sitting in warm, comfortable sand? Do you feel the sun shining on you? So take a few minutes and just incorporate all of your senses into your visualization. Sit there as long as you can feel comfortable. And when you're ready, just gently come back from your little visitation to your outdoor area. I guarantee you that this little exercise, whether it's for a minute or five minutes, will definitely rejuvenate your mind, body, and soul. Okay, so visualization doesn't have to be all funky and weird and you don't have to always go out and hug a tree. And it is super easy to get your family involved too because the more people that are involved in the grounding process in your household, the more peace and zen you're gonna bring into your daily life. Now, it can be as simple as just taking the family out for a stroll. If you have a yard, maybe you can go out into the backyard every day for a few minutes. Perhaps you can play ball with your dogs if you have any or play with the kids or sit on the grass and take some time to just sit down and read some books. But whatever it is, the more people you can get involved, the more calm you will be. As I said before, being grounded is extremely important. It's actually part of our natural process. And nowadays it's more difficult than ever before to be grounded at all times. 
we'll definitely have a happier, healthier, and more harmonious household if we continue with the grounding process. So these are just a few of my simple takeaways that you can use to become more focused, level-headed, and calm. Thanks for listening to the Spiritual Life Management Podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please take a moment to like, subscribe, and share. It really helps us reach more listeners. If you want to connect, please drop your comments below or visit GretchenSmithCoaching.com. You can also follow me on Instagram at GretchenSmithCoaching or Facebook at Spiritual Life Management. Additional information on this episode can be found below in the show notes. 